Hello and welcome to the Pod of the Damned. I'm your host, Ian. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Nico, and friends. Yeah, I, I have Shira with me today. <laughs> Hello, Shira. Shira, for those who are maybe listening on the download, is Nico's cat, who is currently yeah. ocu- occupying a large part of Nico's camera. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'll cover that part. Yes, um, last week's on last week's episodes, um, for our live viewers and anyone who watched the download back, and got a lovely view of uh, Shira's butthole. Yeah. So uh, I think it, she wants to be a star. It makes a change from uh, Nico's butthole. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. I thought I'd beat you to the punch. Speaking of naked buttholes, I probably shouldn't do this live, but Boomer wants to get in touch with you to do Naked in the Woods. I, I will definitely, definitely do Naked in the Woods. So I said, I said I'd put you two guys in contact with each other. <laughs> He was like, does Nico answer his Twitter? I was like, no. It's like, does he... it's like, he sometimes looks on his Instagram. You're maybe better reaching out to him there. Probably the best one. Um, anyways. Anyways, we are a horror podcast that deep dives into a different topic every single week in our quest to create a leaderboard of the best and worst horror movies of all time. This is episode number 77. And in today's show, we're talking about Evil Dead Rise. And we were just talking about this... Uh, before we came on air, Nico, we haven't like this is a new release for us. I know this. Yeah, ca- I know much. this. What came out two two months ago, two three months ago. Ah, it's like the newest we've and, done one. Though. And we were. I was looking back at it, and I know obviously, like I was saying, we do. I do mini swords for new releases, and I've done quite a few of them now. You know, so and I, and I did this one. This is actually the first time we've converted a mini sword episode into a full episode as well. Um, yeah. I don't think we've done that before either. Um, but like in terms of the minisodes, you know, I did both Screams when they first came out. I did the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the Netflix one when that came out. Um, I've done a few others as well um, that are currently escaping me exactly about which ones I've actually done. Um, but I've done quite a few of them. Hocus Pocus 2 we did when that first came out. Orphan First Kill. Uh, Terrifier yeah. 2 we did. Halloween Ends. So there's been quite a few of them and they're generally pretty well received. But like I said, this is the first time but when I was looking back through our sort of episode list of things that we've done, this is by far and away the newest episode we've done. We tend not to give new releases full episodes, and the only other one we've really done is X. Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm quite looking forward to this, and I know we've got another relatively new release coming up in the next couple of weeks as well. So I'm kind of excited to talk about some fresh things and new things Um. One of the, I'm, I'm quite glad, though, that we did leave this a couple of months because it's one of those things, when a new episode comes out or a new movie comes out, every podcast and their mums uh, cover, you know, they, 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 they'll cover that episode for, you know... We f- were going to do it new, remember? We were going to do the cinema thing. Yeah, we were. We were going to do this brand new. But you know what? Sometimes I feel like as well, it's, it's actually a little bit better to leave it a month or two because it lets the movie sit a little bit and... I think what I'm gonna have to say about this movie might actually surprise you a little bit, Nico. Because I think, because like, again, we haven't really talked about how we feel about this, and yes. I, I, I have a suspicion about how you think I feel about this movie, um, which we'll talk about. Because I, I think you think I'm gonna love this. I think you would rate this probably third best in the franchise. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Might not surprise you that much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but anyways, yes, um, I, 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 um, I think we're going to have some interesting things about that. I certainly feel a little differently to it now 
than I did when we first when I first watched it. So oh, right. that's just me destroying my my phone on my desk. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to hearing what we've got to say about it, but we've got a bit of housekeeping to do before we get into that. Don't forget, if you would like to support this show, you can do so on our social medias. We're on Twitter at Damn Podcast. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Pod of the Damned. You can email us at podofthedamned at gmail.com. If you're listening to this on the podcast download, you can watch us every Sunday live on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Pod of the Damned. And you can also support us on our Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash Pod of the Damned. You will get early access to the video we obviously broadcast live um, but we do not publish the, the, the VOD of this so once this episode is stopped recording it cannot be found anywhere other than on our Patreon in terms of the video release obviously we will then go and release the audio version as we do normally but the video release gets early access to our Patreon for everyone for around 4 weeks it's about between, around 4 weeks to a month and then eventually it gets published to our YouTube channel so uh, cool. that's the only place you can get this beyond the uh, beyond the live performance after after that's done. So that's uh, patreon.com forward slash pod of the And it's one pound. The lowest level is one pound. You can subscribe to other levels on the Patreon, but one pound is all it costs uh, to subscribe to our Patreon. And that obviously goes to help support the show as well. So uh, your guys' support is very much appreciated. Uh, Nico, um, obviously, before we get into the movie, you again we will do your little prediction you know the leaderboard where do you think yeah. evil dead rise is going to come on the leaderboard for reference I... for reference would you like me to remind you because we've we've done army of darkness in this franchise it's the only other movie yeah. in the franchise would you like me to remind you about how that did no not really because okay. i reckon this one i reckon this one will be like mid to late 20s so between 25 and 29 you think yeah like I'd say probably about 23 to 28-ish. Okay. That would give it a score of somewhere in the region of a 7.5 to a 7.7. Yeah. Okay, so that's where you think it's going to come. Once you take into account our scores and our listeners' scores and all the critics, that's what that's what you think. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, with that being said, shall we Shall we do it? Shall we talk about it? Shall we do yeah, it, Nico? Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do let's it. Do you ready, Shira? You ready? You ready? Let's do this. <laughs> Oh, me and Nico have done it so many times. I know. We should do it more often, though. Mm, I'm not sure about that. Anyways, <laughs> let's talk about Evil Dead Rise. No matter how busy you ever got, you always found time for me. I can't believe I'm never going to speak to you. When I was just a little girl, I asked my mother... What is this, Danny? I found it. Terror through 
total chaos. released in 2023 was written and directed by lee cronin and stars lily sullivan Alyssa sutherland and nell fisher the imdb plot is as follows a twisted tale of two estranged sisters whose reunion is cut short by the rise of flesh possessing demons thrusting them into a primal battle for survival as they face the most nightmarish version of family imaginable so Evil Dead, we, when we did our Army of Darkness episode, we talked quite at length about the franchise Evil Dead as a whole. And I don't really yeah. want to spend a huge amount of time doing that because that episode wasn't that wasn't that long ago. But I do want us to just sort of touch base on it again um, for anyone yeah. who's maybe not listened to that episode. So Evil Dead, we, we kind of agreed, didn't we, in our, in our Army of Darkness episode, that Evil Dead is probably, movie for movie, the greatest horror franchise of all time. Yeah, because like they're, you look at it and a lot of folk, as we said, a lot of folks say Army of Darkness is the worst one. I think it's the best, but it's like, if that's your shittest movie in the franchise, you know there's, you're on a good franchise. This, this fits into that very well, I think. Well, yeah, you know, and it's a good point you bring up about Army of Darkness because it, it was literally that for us when we covered it. You think it's the best and I think it's the worst. And yeah, but... You know, it's one of those things. Saying that Army of Darkness is the worst in this franchise is not a negative thing. Because if that's your low, that's pretty fucking good. I still gave Army of Darkness. I think I think I gave it a six out of ten. Which, nah. if that's the worst in your franchise, that's pretty fucking good. Because that means everything else is like a six or higher. And there are yeah. there aren't many. Fra- there are no franchises in my mind that can can claim that and it's not even as if because obviously before 2013 it was a three movie franchise so i think that always maybe worked against it a little bit in terms of the fact that people were going oh there's not a bad movie in the franchise you could turn around and be like well there's only three of them um Uh, but now there's five and i still i i still think that claim holds true um Right, let's start, let's just get this off the bat. It's got a major, major down point for me, this movie. Oh, right, right we're going for, right, Nico's diving straight in. Go on then. Yeah, right. So I fucking hate movies that start off by going the day before. Yeah, you know what I mean? They, they show you, like, they show you the... it, it's good, it's it's all right, but I fucking hate that. <laughs> They've just been like, bye. The bodies went in, it's it's come out the water. Spoiler alert there. Fucking 
the the dead rose. Uh, then it goes, aye, but this is fit happened to the build-up boy. And then it's got fuck up with D with that one bit, right? Now that is that is my only real bad thing about this movie. But it sort of fits in this. Well, that's what I was going to say, because I kind of get where you're coming from, because it kind of does... I mean, it's an Evil Dead movie. We all kind of know... I mean, maybe with the exception of 2013, but, like, you kind of know that it's a little impossible to actually get rid of the Deadites. Um, But it does feel, when movies in particular, not just Evil Dead movies, do that, it does feel a little bit spoilerish for the end, doesn't it? Because you always kind of know, well, you know, the evil's going to prevail because we get this feature thing but i agree with you in that i feel like it fits in this one but what what I, the movie as you go on into the main portion of the movie beyond the opening it kind of makes you just forget about it like i actually forgot yeah all about that opening scene and i think it's a pretty decent opening scene as well because there's a couple of really nice yeah. min- moments in there there's a couple of iffy bits as well but um i actually forgot all about that so yeah i know i know what you're saying because you get that big sort of climax and you get that title card which is fucking ace by the way when she's uh, rising it's reflected out. in the water yeah it's reflected yeah. that's so cool like like get... everybody else would not do that yeah like it's it's the title cards to end all fucking title cards if we could do an end of year award for just for title cards maybe we should do that <laughs> maybe we should do an a, a end of year award for title cards because yeah, i know it's only I, well i know it's only it's only june nico but that means we're only a uh, few months away from me starting to boot up <laughs> you know award season um so anyways <clears throat> but the rest of the movie i think is entertaining enough that it makes me forget about that opening so when we get to the end of evil dead rise and you see the kind of link because the link is that one of the people who was in that also lived in the building that was yeah. that was like the... but the thing is they didn't need that this is like it fits but like the story that you see in this the start of it and the end of it, from when it says a day before to the end, they could have cut that opening scene off and they could have cut that bit of the end off and it would have made zero difference to this movie. Oh no, in terms, like, plot-wise, it would have absolutely made a zero difference to that movie. I think one of the things, you, it's an Evil Dead movie though, so you have to have a cold opening. Yeah. You have to have that cold opening. Evil Dead in 2013 had it. Um, I think Evil Dead in 2013 did it better. Yeah. Personally. And I think this is the big thing, right? So, Going going into more of the actual sort of movie itself, um, I'll, 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 we'll speak about where this comes in terms of the franchise as a soul, but th- this movie, I think, is much easier, obviously, compared to the 2013 Evil Dead than it is to that original trilogy. I think it's... Well, there is tie-ins to it as well. Yeah, stylistically as well. It's, it's, it's a lot closer to that 2013 movie. Yeah. Um, and we we can expand this to the franchise as a whole. Do you prefer this to the 2013 version? What, this one? Yeah. I'm still not sure if I prefer it yet. I'd, I'd still prefer Army of Darkness, but this might have taken second spot for me. Evil thir- 2013 was second for you, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Evil Dead's 2013 is my favourite in the franchise. Yeah. It's my number one. My franchise, up until this point, went, Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, The Evil Dead, and then Army of Darkness. And yeah. Nico got it spot on earlier on when he said he thinks that I'm going to put this in third, and that's exactly where I am going to put it. When I came yeah. out of the theatre, when I first saw this, I never ever thought this was better than Evil Dead. I had it in second place, though, when I first came out. I had it ahead of Evil Dead 2. 
Um, yeah. And I came out thinking to myself, you know, this, and you you can go back and listen to that minisode. Um, because I only my minisode only came out, you know, a couple of months ago. Um, and yeah. I I said in that this, that this movie was really everything that I wanted it to be from an Evil Dead yeah. movie. And now that I've had some time to sit down and think about it, there are aspects of this movie that I just don't think this movie goes far enough. This is quintessentially an Evil Dead movie, right? When you look at it, yeah. this is a nasty, like the film is nasty. There's some really good set pieces in there. There's some nice performances. Um, it's a nasty piece of work. It's gory as hell. But I just don't think it goes as far in any of those categories as 2013 did. I think it feels yeah. like it feels like it's holding itself back a little bit. Yeah, but I think that's because 2013 it had to go that next level. I think this what this is basically set up as a franchise earner. That's what this is. You can't how you get that one is it's the same as before but toned down a little bit to appeal to more people. Yeah, that's what this movie is, and they're doing it spot on. I think, but there's certain bits in this that I think are better than the 2013 movie. Okay. Like the elevator scene, for example, is fucking epic. Yeah, but I mean, the elevator scene is also just a fucking rip-off of The Shining. That's not an original yeah. thing. What, the bit where she's in the elevator getting possessed? Oh, the possession. I thought you meant the blood coming out of the elevator. Oh, no, that, don't get me wrong, that is also brilliant. Yeah, it's brilliant, but is, again, it, it's, it's just a rip-off. Oh, yeah, it totally is. But still, it's... It is genuinely, like, that bit where she is getting possessed, though, is the favourite scene in the whole thing. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, like, it's it's one of the images that we've got, like, sort of flashing up on our, our screens for everyone who's watching, is that scene. Yeah. You have to have that possession, and I, I love, I do love the way, because obviously in all of our other movies where we've gotten that possession scene, it's the, it's the... It's the angry molesting tree that yeah. um, that you know has performed all of these these possessions, um, and I think in twenty thirteen they did a really sort of cool version of that. Um, yeah, but here obviously they had to do it a little bit differently, and I think doing it with the elevator, doing it with like all the cables, and they sort of they sort of took away that molesting aspect of it, which. I'm I'm totally fine with it. It's it's not something I think yeah. is particularly needed anyway. Um, but I do like the way they adapted that and still had that sort of possession in here because I feel like obviously this is the first sort of Evil Dead movie to come away from the cabin in the woods aspect. And I know yeah. in that cold opening we do get that cabin scene. Um, because there is such sort of materialistic changes to where this is taking place and how this is taking place the movie has to pay lip service to fans of the yeah. franchise which is why i think we get the opening scene the, the cold opening in the cabin which is why i think we get this sort of scene where they're recreating the original possession scenes with the trees but are doing it with the, yeah. the cables in the in the lift instead see the, the thing when they're doing it two seconds because this is a charge and you might get shot in a second okay there we go. That's it. Sorry. Uh, I just noticed I dropped to 15% and I'm like, that's not right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, well, basically, the way that I liked it, the the whole, it looks like she's going to get away, the whole build up to everything, it looks like it's going to be fine, and then she gets fucked. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not literally, because it's not the tree, but the cables and everything, it's still quite cool. 
And that scene was a fresh take on the, like what you said. But I preferred it. You preferred it? Like, I really, yeah, I did. Pre- I preferred the elevator one. I don't know why. I just, the cable, it's probably because it's cables. The cables and everything. Because <laughs> you're just, an electrician. <laughs> maybe, I don't know. But it's just the way that it, it went. It's it, it got me. Like, I was hooked as soon as that, like, the start of this movie, as I said, started off, it was a good start, but it's the starts that annoy me. And this sort of, like, countered that for me. This sort of, like, made it better. Yeah. Um, well, that's it as well. Like, just... My problem with this... Well, my problem could have been with this is a lack of originality. Because what you want, you know, I think what 2013 gave us was, you know, they managed to take that sort of original setting... Yeah. They managed to take, obviously, the original sort of story that, you know, there's these deadites and this is how you get possessed and blah, blah, blah. But they they made something completely original with it. And yeah. with 2013, they went so far into the brutality. Because if you go back and think about that movie, you think, holy fuck, like, and actually just think about how fucking brutal that movie is. You know, yeah. you've got, like, the scene where she, like, cuts her own tongue in half. You've got the scene where, you know, she's get like, the needles getting stabbed into the guy's face and eyes, like, a hundred different times. Even the scene where she's just standing under the boiling water, you know, she cut, yeah. you know, cutting, cutting your own arm with the, what was it, the, the electric knife. Yeah. Um, you know, there's so much just fucking brutality in that, um, uh. that they really took the, the original plot and the original story and the original franchise and created their own thing. And so- I... Talking of the original, did you notice where Bruce Campbell was in this? He was in. The, he was on the, uh, the. He was on the record. Yeah, he's the one that says. What is it? He says again. Uh, um, I've got it in. My, the, I've got it in my trivia. Hold on two seconds. I'll find it. Um, burn a book or kill a book. Someone along that yeah, line. So. Uh, the, so in the first, it's in the first, the first of the records that Danny plays. Bruce can be heard saying, "Destroy it." It's called the Book of the Dead for a reason. For a reason, that's um, it. The director Lee Cronin actually said during a festival that that's 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 Ash. That's not just Bruce Campbell Aye. doing a voice. That's Ash because obviously, um, you know, if you go back, I think it's it's more of sort of a reference to Army of Darkness that one because obviously yep. there's the three books of the dead. Aye. Um, so yeah, that's him going back. So so and him sort of time traveling in Army of Darkness as well. Um, that's actually Ash trying to get people to destroy the books of the dead. So I think that's that's a nice touch. I like that. Plus, that means all three books are in it now. Yeah, they're all canon. The that well, that's how the franchise continues, isn't it? And I think that's Aye. what the franchise is going to be now. I don't think we're going to get. And and I think that's again something kind of unique to franch this franchise more than a lot of others is that we're going to get. I think this film was a huge financial success. We're going to get another Evil Dead movie. Um, oh yeah, and. But I don't think any of the movies are necessarily going to tie in. It's going to be more anthological, this franchise, rather than one continuing story. And I think it is just going to be a case of these three books of the dead are just going to start showing up places and this is what's going to happen. But I think they're going to tie the three books in together. I think it is going to be a continual story, but they're going to jump back and forth with it. Yeah. I mean, I could see us maybe getting another, say, another movie or maybe even another two movies where there doesn't seem to be any sort of 
sort of cohesion between the movies and then maybe yeah. getting like another movie da- somewhere farther down the line where that all sorts of sorts of comes together but again that, that would obviously depend on you know participation of actors and and various other aspects of it but i could see something so bruce like Campbell, yeah i could see something, <laughs> well, bruce Campbell's. i mean part is minor minor cameo in both of the movies you know he's you think he, you think we could get a final movie where bruce campbell just comes in and ties it all together see i think they should actually make one where it ties in where he's come from the army of darkness right from that one to where it ties in with this on the recording I think they should do that, and then it would tie everything together. Do you think he wants to, though? I don't think he wants to, but I would love him to. Yeah, and I yeah. I mean, one of the good things I think about this movie, and in particular, is this movie was both very heavily sort of praised by both Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi, which, yeah. if you're making an Evil Dead movie, is exactly what you fucking want if bruce campbell and sam raimi are like yep we're fucking happy with this on his go then then you know you've made a pretty good evil dead movie um so but... what's your favorite scene in this since mine is the elevator what's your favorite i think and it, it's not even like a particular set piece i think it's i think it's just um the scene where and it sort of jumps back and forth a few times where Alyssa sutherland um is sort of looking back through the peephole. Aye. That is a cool scene as well. See, that's another thing I don't really like in movies is where they do it from like a peephole view or where they do it from like the crack of the wardrobe or shit like that. I'm not really a fan of that either. I'd rather get to see the lot. This one, it worked well again. Yeah, but you're, yeah, you know, you, you just want everything to be shown to you at all times. You know, you're, not necessarily because I quite like the whole alien one where you never see the fucker. You know what I mean? I think it. I think it fits very, very well in this, and I think. But I think it's also combined with Alyssa Sutherland's performance. I think she. Yeah. Is, she is by far, in a way, the best performer in this movie. I don't uh, actually think the rest of the performances from anyone else. I think they're all fine and they're all serviceable. I don't actually think there's a particularly great performance in there aside from Alyssa Sutherland. Who? Yeah. Um. I think everyone else is just okay. Um, yeah, which is one of the things that sort of detracts because we get this hero, this uh, you know our sort of main sort of final girl, if you will, and I think I personally think she's just a little forgettable. Yeah, you know when you think back to twenty, 20- and, and I know, and I'm gonna, I'm, I am gonna keep referencing this multiple times throughout. Yeah, the movie, yeah, I, I thought you would, with but that. when you go back to twenty thirteen and you've got Mia as our main character. She is memorable. She is a fucking kick-ass final girl. Number one, she starts off the first half of the movie as your sort of main villain. Aye. Uh, and then goes full fucking circle and becomes your the fucking hero of the piece. Um, you know, that's incredible. And her performance, Jane Levy's performance in that movie for me is top tier. And for me, is one yeah. of the best performances in the entire franchise. I would put that performance above any Bruce Campbell performance in an Evil Dead movie. Um, I want to see her in a narrow one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and for me, when in this movie we've got Lily Sullivan, who plays Beth, our sort of main hero. Um, yeah. Like, she does a good job, and she, she does fine, but there's nothing particularly memorable for me about her performance. Yeah. So, I agree with you. And, and I, I, would, I, would la- I would say that for the majority of the rest of the cast as well. I think they all do fine. They all perform re- reasonably well. They do what they need to do. But 
yeah, they're just sort of there. Alyssa Sutherland's performance, we're gonna remember that, you know, that scene, like you say, that scene where she's through the peephole, that fucking grin that she does, holy uh, fucking shit, that is creepy as fuck, you know, yeah. that scene where she's, you know, clinging on to the ceiling and she just fucking screams and her movements and the things she says, she deli her delivery of some of her lines is really good, you know, um, you know, when she's like, oh, mummy's with the maggots now and and, uh, you know, it's just she's even the bit with the fly. You've seen it a million times before, but she does it like normally in those sort of scenes. Folk go solid, rock solid, and you see the fly go over the eye. Yeah, you see her mouth moving and stuff. Yeah, it's more natural. Yeah, and then she blinks, and even that, I was like, that's just a subtle little touch, but made it so much better. Yeah, yeah, no, a hundred percent. And I, I think without her, this is a far worse movie. I don't yeah. think this movie is anywhere near as good as it is. And I think without her, I would probably actually say this is the worst Evil Dead movie. You know, if you just have a performance that's on the level of the rest of the cast. Yeah. I think, you know, this that really, really would detract from this movie as a whole. Um, but you, you find that in Evil Dead, so there's always somebody that stands out in all of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, but... Obviously, I've mentioned a couple of times that I, I just don't think this movie goes as far. And, and you know, I kind of... And I I kind of feel like if we didn't get 2013, I would yeah. be far, far more positive about Evil Dead Rise. Yeah. Because it's it's really cool. Like, the, the 2013 one, the way that they do it, it makes it like a fresh, brand new franchise. They didn't need to have the bit at the end where it's Hilt the King, baby. You know what I mean? No, but we loved it. <laughs> I, I, I did. I fucking thought it was amazing. But we didn't need it. No. Well, this one, I feel if they, if they left it without the start and the beginning bit, it would have felt like an anthology. Yeah. But it feels like because they've got that start and the end, they're trying to tie it in with everything else. Yeah. I've got a funny feeling that they're going to tie in Mia with this fucking deadite that come out the war. I mean, hopefully. That's what I'm thinking, but I might be wrong. I mean, what what I'm sort of referencing to in terms of, I think like the 2013 movies kind of ruined this one a little bit, isn't it? and it's going back to that sort of brutality, because this movie, Evil Dead Rise, is absolutely fucking brutal. It is. When you think about yeah. some of the scenes, like the scenes where um, the daughter's eating the glass... Yeah, that bit with the throat, fucking uh. Right? Or, you know, you've got the wood chipper scene at the very end, which is quite reminiscent of, you know, that 2013 scene where she's, you know, chainsawing the fucking abomination in the head. Yeah. Um, you know, the cheese grater scene. But none of that, I feel like, actually goes as far as 2013. And I, I, I'm going back to those scenes that I was talking about where the needle's getting stabbed and she's, and she's you know, getting her tongue cut in half, right? And yeah. the thing that that movie did was it didn't, it showed us it. You know you, you know how we, yeah. we always talk about, you know, less is more and sometimes it's nice to, you know, leave certain things up to the imagination. But in that, yeah. movie, that movie left nothing to the imagination. It showed us it. You're uncomfortable yeah. with these needles getting stuck into that guy's eyes? Fucking tough, because that's how it's going yeah. down. You're uncomfortable with this girl splitting her own tongue in half with a blade? Fucking tough. We're going to show you it. Yeah. And this movie didn't do that. Yes, I know what you're saying. You got that. You got the, the the glass sort of poking out of the throat, and that was fucking uncomfortable as hell. 
I completely the stuff agree. coming out of her stomach and everything as well. Yeah, but like stuff, when you yeah. think about the cheese grater scene, right? And that'll be a scene uh, where everyone goes, "Holy fucking shit!" And that's a scene where everyone can relate to. Man, imagine that feeling of like someone running a cheese grater like up your leg or something like that. Yeah, but that was it. It happened once, very quickly, and it was done. It was over. Yeah, and it's just like I just want. Shockingly, for as much blood and guts and gore are in this movie, I just wanted more. See, I genuinely do think they toned it down to fill in for the next one. I think the next one is going to be balls to the wall. Eh? But ca- can it be as balls to the wall as 2013? See, this is what I mean, right? See, if you just keep escalating and escalating, you'll get to the point where it's just too absurd. Well, you well, enough, then, then enough you... franchise. You've got to fucking go back and forth. It's like it's peaks, like a, peaks and troughs. That's how you tell a yeah. story. It's like a DJ, fucking, you don't fucking want to be at level 10 all the way through the night. You want to fucking rise, fall, rise, fall. You want peaks and troughs. Yeah. So, I reckon this is one of the ones where it's on the downloads. It's it's coming down, it's taking it, it's lulling you into a false sense of security. Because I think, generally, the next one's going to be fucking mental. But then that, that puts a lot of fucking pressure on the next movie. Because if that yeah. next movie then doesn't live up to the hype, that's the sort of thing that can kill a franchise. I know. It's a dangerous. It, it's a dangerous fucking game to be playing with a franchise as successful and as popular as this. One of the, but things, the thing is, this fits. This this is if this is your down one. It's like as we said, we Army of Darkness. If this is your down one in the new three, can you imagine what the next one's going to be like? Yeah. No. Well, I mean, and when you think about. You think about that original trilogy, you know, Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two, and then Army of Darkness. It kind of, yeah. it kind of went. I don't know. I don't know how you like. I know you think it goes like in terms of quality, three, two, one, right? From that original trilogy. Yeah. So it's it's not really gone in that same direction. It's that in that sense, it has continually escalated. But yeah, what the problem if they're going to make this new sort of trilogy or however many movies they plan on making is they started off at the ten. Yeah. So how do you get back to the ten? How can you how can you elevate that? And that that then becomes that means your franchise then becomes like all the other franchises where people will go, yeah, but the first one was the best one. You know, if you're talking about that new trilogy, Evil Dead twenty thirteen, probably going to be the best one, isn't it? Because how do you fuck do you get back and how do you top that? Well, as I said, you need yeah, her bark into one. And hopefully we do see that. I know, yeah, but... But it, tie but, her in with Ash. Yeah, but it's, it's all very well and good saying get, get Mia back from 2013, but, you know, look at look at all these major franchises. How many times did Jamie Lee Curtis show back up in Halloween? Was any of those movies oh, no. ever as good as the original? How many times did Heather but, Langenkamp show back up in... Well, that's maybe a bad idea, because three is better than one. <laughs> That's a bad example. But, yeah. you, but you get my point, right? I, I get what you're meaning, but what I'm meaning is, like, this feels like a tie-in for, like, that Deadite you see at the start that's coming out of the war looks like it's going to be a fucking fight to the finish with that one, right? Yeah. It looks like it's going to be, that's for an apex hero. That is your big boss that somebody's going to be building up to. And we've not seen fuck all to do with that yet in this movie. We've literally just saw it rise. That's it. Well, I mean... So, 
if it is tying in with Mia, like the perfect example is it needs Mia and Bruce to take that fucker out. Yeah. Yeah, no, that like, listen, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. You might be right. I'm, I very much doubt that that's where the franchise is going to go because I don't. I seriously doubt it myself. But and yeah. it's not even just a case of getting Bruce Campbell back, which I don't think Bruce Campbell's particularly interested in playing Ash anymore. Yeah. Um. I, who knows whether they'd even want to get um Jane Levy back or whether she even wants to come back. You know, so it's it's one of those things, isn't it? Um. Yeah. It's it's. I just think you know it's interesting that you know you're obviously talking about the deadite rising from the water in that opening scene and this being like the sort of super final boss right for example this, that's, yeah. that's essentially what we're talking about here but obviously in terms uh, of evil dead rise our final boss takes place in this sort of car park and we get this sort of super deadite where all the different ones sort of amalgamate together <laughs> to create some sort of fucking spider deadite no and it's the shunt deadite it's the shunt deadite okay that's fine but I'm sorry. I, Come on, I, tell me it doesn't remind you of that. It does remind me of the shunt. Um, we all love the smell of the shunt. <laughs> um, wait, what, what's the quote? I've actually just forgotten the quote. What is it? Oh, I can't mind now because I've just got a mental image of... Yeah, it's a bit incestuous, shunt, this one. Um, oh, this, <laughs> that's it, it's a, I love the smell of the hunt and the taste of the shunt. That's the one. <laughs> um, but that, yeah, so we get this sort of shunty uh, spider super deadite in this movie, and I'm sorry, that was that was I I kind of was rolling my eyes at that. We've seen that done before in so many other movies. It, it wasn't. Done I quite partic- like this. I one. thought for that perspective, the CGI and it looked janky. I I wasn't a fan of this. Was there a lot of CGI in that, though? There wasn't that much on it. Ah, there was. Come on, now. Like, you look at it, there's... That one's gonna, like, look better in ten years' time than half the other ones do. Because yeah, well, it, it was... They, don't get me wrong, they use a little bit, but not that much. I'm, like, I most know, of it is just... I just... Come on. It, it was... It was cringy as fuck. I know, but I think it it fitted with this one. This movie feels like it's... It's paying homage to all the previous, like, Evil Deads, and it's throwing a couple other things in there as well. And it, it, This is basically, this one is trying to grab more viewers in, which I've got a funny feeling it did. Well, yeah. Because there's uh, a lot more folks speaking about this than 2013. Well, yeah. Tw- 2013 is one of those movies that has grown in popularity over time, hasn't it? Yeah. You know, it, it and went, this, right away. Yeah, when 2013 first came out, it wasn't particularly well received i don't think it was overly hated but it kind of yeah it kind of just sort of came out and it was there wasn't it It is what it is and then yeah. it's really over the sort of last what four or five years you know it was really sort of what, five or six years before people really started to realize holy fucking yeah. shit 2013 that's a fucking banger of a movie yeah <laughs> what? I'm getting, I've got a glove, basically. She's wrapped herself around my hand. <laughs> so um, I keep looking down, she keeps digging her nails in. And yeah, 2013, people were like, holy fucking shit, that's an absolute fucking banger of a film. Yeah. And, you know, this one very much does feel like it's gotten a lot more hype off the bat, but it's gotten yeah. a lot more hype off the bat because people had started to realise that 2013 was an absolute fucking banger. Yeah, but this is what I mean by that, right? If you look at it, great franchises, the second movie that was more popular than the first one, it does tend to tone down in the second movie. 
And it's it's a way of building a franchise. It's a way of getting more viewers in. And that's exactly what they're doing here. You can see it a mile away. They're trying to hook more people in. And I'm not disagreeing it, with you. It's a decent movie with it. I'm, not disag- I'm absolutely not disagreeing with you at all. Yeah. And if we get a payoff, like you're suggesting, in any particular future Evil Dead movie, then I'd be absolutely <laughs> fucking delighted. I'm just not convinced we're going to get that payoff. I, I think I think I we'll, hope they don't fuck it up. I think we'll get another Evil Dead movie, absolutely, based on the financial success of this one. And yeah. I'm I'm fully confident that whatever comes next will once again be another really good fucking Evil Dead movie. But I'm yeah. just not convinced we're going to get that level of payoff in which we're going to go. This is the best movie in the franchise. I just don't think it's going to happen. Aye, the the need to have an the need to have a Dream Warriors is what they need to do next. They <laughs> need to have. The third one that's fucking right. Freddy versus the Evil Dead. Hey, it's been spoken about before. You'd watch that. Well, remember the original movie was supposed to be Freddy versus Jason versus Ash, wasn't it? Yep. Well, no, it was going. It was setting up for that. Yeah. Sorry. Aye. So the original, because there was a comic out with that. That's right. Yeah. That's how it was based on the comic. And. It was just aye. If if that had came out, that would been epic. Oh, you you you're you're still wanting that. I still want that, because if you look at all this shit, Freddy's a deadite. <laughs> We're not getting into that, right? That's, 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 we'll end up on a fucking tangent, and we'll never ever but do this. Episode. Freddy's a deadite, Jason's a deadite, them two taking each other on just was fuck, king of the deadites, and then Ash comes in and wastes the fuckers. That's basically what the comic was. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. But, get that, this, this needs to be an absolute banger. It needs to be a third one where it's the final boss. See, it's, what this really should do is have Mia and fucking Ash in it. Have Ash get killed off. Hans the franchise over to Mia. Mia's the next big fucking... <laughs> Hans. Exactly. <laughs> you like that shit? You like that <laughs> what you did there. Exactly. This my boomstick. This my chainsaw. We're cool. Right? You know, it needs a fucking thing like that. It needs her of our kitchen. Fucking he brings out the chainsaw. She looks at him and just was like, fuck off, and brings out the fucking, you know, cutter that she cut. You used a chainsaw. Look at the size of Mighty. I'm killing Murph than you. Fuck you. You know, it needs a funny thing like that. Yeah. And then just hand the franchise over to somebody that can run with it. Yeah. Um, uh, that's absolutely not going to happen, though. So. I know. I know it's not, but it, it needs to be something that'll just take it the next stage. Otherwise, it's going to be a three movie again, and then that's it. I mean, well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with doing a trilogy of movies and then leaving a franchise alone for another fucking decade or two, you know? There, there, There's a lot wrong with that. I'm a Star Wars fan as well, you cunt. There's heaps wrong with that. Oh, yeah, and look how well they fucking turned out. Um, it's, it's annoying him to wait all that time and then hey, Abdi go, well, that original trilogy's better. No, the fucking prequels are better. No, the sequels are better. No, they're all fucking good. Get over it. But that's the thing, though. We waited so long for 2013, and we got a fucking great movie. And yeah. for as much as we're we're definitely both in agreement that this isn't as good, we've got a we've got a really fucking good second movie to this. Like, yeah. So even if I, well, I'm not in agreement that it's better than 2013. Like, I never I said no, no. 2013 is better. I'm saying 2013 is better. No, but that's what I'm saying. I'm not in agreement that 2013 is definitely better. Because 
I think this wait, is wait, 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 this... wait, 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 wait. So that mean you're putting this second in your ra- franchise ranking? See, I'm still not sure. I'm, I'm still. I need to watch it a couple more times to be certain. So, well, this is the thing I want to sort of br- briefly touch upon as well because there's such a huge tonal shift between that original trilogy and the 2013. If you go back yeah. to twi- the original, The Evil Dead, you know, yeah. for as much as people say that's the most serious of the original trilogy, there's a lot of comedy still in that film. Yeah. Evil Dead 2 takes that a step further and adds in even more, and then Army of Darkness just goes fucking... Uh, it's just absolutely hysterical. It goes absolutely fucking insane. Comes completely away, really, from the horror aspect of things and yeah. goes completely full-on comedy. And then you have Evil Dead 2013, where you go, there is no fucking comedy in this movie. There's no levity. This is just fucking balls-to-the-wall horror guts and gore, right? And you've got the TV show as well, which is just the exact opposite of that, and it's just sheer comedy. Yeah, and it's great. Ash vs. the Evil Dead is absolutely fucking incredible. That's a great TV show. I recommend everyone going to check it out if you haven't already done so. Do you yeah. feel like, because I've heard other people talking about this, obviously we've heard other podcasts talking about this, people talking about how there's a bit more comedy in Evil Dead Rise than there is in Evil Dead. And I don't, I just don't get it. I don't think there's comedy in this movie. There, well, perfect example, the bit where she's eating the glass. That's meant to be, they're, they're trying to be funny that, but it doesn't land for me. I don't think that's funny at all. But well, a lot I would have of preferred it if think it's hysterical. I, I would have preferred it if they'd taken that and just gone full brutal. Because even though we're talking about, you know, how uncomfortable that makes you feel with, like, seeing the glass coming out of her throat and things like that, there's something yeah. about it, even that, from the horror aspect of it, that just doesn't land as heavily as I feel some of the other stuff from the 2013 movie lands. You know, it just, it, yeah. it feels... I don't even know what the right word is to describe it. It almost feels like a little bit lightweight. Does that make sense? Ah, well, that's what I'm saying. It is. This is the this is the Bud Light version of 2030. This is exactly what that is. Fuck, we're gonna get cancelled. You've mentioned Bud Light. You don't let me do that, are you? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh yeah, I just remembered why. Fuck. Uh, oh shit. Uh, no, right. So this is the 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 one that's sold to the masses. This is your. This is the one that's trying to cement it as the new stake. So, but this is where this is where the difficulty comes in with saying, you know, how good or not this movie is. If this movie exactly. is not trying to be as balls to the wall as twenty thirteen is, did this movie yeah. actually set out and achieve exactly what it meant to? You know, is this you know in terms of that uh, it was uh slightly lesser version of that but it's maybe going to draw in some more viewers who maybe were turned off a little bit but for, I, I i don't want that that's not what i want i want I, this I franchise and i know you're talking about how you have to have peaks and troughs and everything else and i completely agree with you but to me evil dead as a franchise should kind of buck that trend and i think this franchise can succeed just being at 11 all the fucking time See, they, yeah, but I think it succeeds when it's a 10 doing different versions of what it needs to do. Because as you said, the original three, it's like serious, then fucking slightly funny, then absolutely hysterical. Then you've got the 2013, which is just ultimate fucking gore and just, it is 
a gore fest. It is exactly what it says in the tin. Yeah. This one, it it feels like the toned down version to pull in folk. This feels like the the one that most people will remember. If that makes sense. Well, then you know if they're if they're gonna tone it down, then then I do start start to have a couple of issues with this movie as well. Then because we add in some new factors here that we've never seen in an Evil Dead movie before, like the fact that there are kids involved, like the fact yes. that we've got a pregnant person involved. And when yeah. you're talking about an Evil Dead movie and you've got kids and you've got a pregnant lady in there, you're expecting to see some fucking shit. Like I truly yeah. believed that she was gonna give birth to like a deadite baby in this movie. I think you might get that in the next movie. But then what? But is yeah. But again, like you've got the you've got the family, you've got the kids in this movie, right? And the majority of them, Aye. spoilers, because <laughs> we haven't spoiled enough of this movie. The majority Aye. of them get turned into deadites, and they all end up as part of a super deadite. But for me, this movie, it's trying to be. I I just feel like this movie is still trying to be a little bit of that balls to the wall, but because it's also like just held back that little bit the emotional like there's no there's not enough emotion in this movie for the kids dying to mean anything like it doesn't mean anything and it kind of becomes a bit of that then for me becomes a bit of a negative of this movie because they're trying to play on that heartstrings of people isn't it and there's things we talked about you know um at the end of last week's episode with boomer and gabby where we were talking about you know kids and uh, dogs and pets sort of being are they should they be off limits and this movie you know takes that in and like no we're gonna fuck with your kids Uh, but i don't ever really feel like holy fucking shit the daughters just died like oh my god like what's going on it just feels like another beat in the movie and it doesn't really give it time to have any sort of emotional impact but i i understand that in this movie because if you look at it, they've they've copped out on it they don't kill the youngest daughter no. which is the one that most folk get related to like they they're hoping she survives like in this that is what they're building it all around it's not the hero it's the hero protecting the daughter is basically what this film is built around mm-hmm. it is well what would happen if my kid if I was the one that was trying to kill my kid, would there be somebody that steps up and protects it from me? That's what this movie is about. That's what this is fucking getting to. And that's where the emotional attachment comes from. It's the protection of the child. It's the protection of the unborn child, because funnily enough, she's pregnant at the same time. It's all that shit. Yeah, no, and no. that's that's what they're pushing. And they throw it down your throat. They're pushing it way too much, I think. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you, I get, I get all of that, right? I absolutely yeah. get all of that. That is not an Evil Dead movie. I I know it's it's a movie that's trying to hook more folk into the franchise. It is playing on the whole protect your child or I'm that child. That's the way that folk are meant to be looking at. It. But then they're meant. But then you're selling. But then you're it. selling people on something that's not true in the franchise. That's not what this franchise is. This franchise is we're gonna like we're gonna take things that you think should either be off limits or you know you know should be sort of the, the unspoken rules of horror and yeah. we're going to throw them out the fucking window and here in this movie they decide to not do that they But this hope... is what I mean by this is the build up No no no, no I one. get that I get that but you can't build up a franchise with something that's not true to the franchise 
Because then oh, you're you sa- can you can introduce more stuff. No, no, I'm not saying it don't introduce more stuff, but then you then you run the risk of whatever movie comes out after this. If they decide to go fucking balls to the wall, all those people that you've just pulled in are going to be completely turned off because that's not what they want. They it might have the opposite reaction though. Like uh, they're the thing about it is they're if they do it right, and I I think they've got their thinking caps on, and they might do. It probably won't be any of the ideas that I've had. But, but, you, but you're saying that, they, right? If they do if it they right. do it right. Like, who's they? Because it's not going to be the same actors. It's not going to be the same director. It's not going to be the same writer. So who's they? Well, they they need to keep some of that things. That's the problem. But they're like, not going to. It, that's going to be a big mistake then if they do that. Because... And therefore... You need to that, tie but, it in. But this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm, I'm saying to you then in that... Yeah, you can have this as your sort of franchise builder and to drag more people in, but you don't know what's coming next. And none of these people know what's coming next. So uh, what's then the point of having this franchise builder? Why not then just go fucking balls to the wall and create another fucking great Evil Dead movie? I, I get where you're coming from, but it's... They're trying to sustain for the future, that's all that is. But you, they don't know what the future looks like. Well, yeah, but nobody does. I don't know. I think I just think you know they're potentially, um, they're potentially you know. Tr- I I get what you're saying, right? I'm not I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. I just think it's a pointless thing to be doing. I just think it's a pointless thing to be doing because you could have just made something that's absolutely fucking batshit insane. They still would have had the marketing behind this movie. This movie, for me, was much better marketed than 2013 ever was. Yeah. You know, so I still think even if you'd gone fucking balls to the wall in this movie, you still would have... It would have been the same financial success as this one has actually been. And don't get me wrong, I know it's starting to sound like I'm really not a fan of this movie. This is one of those movies, when I first saw it, I fucking loved this movie and I've kind of yeah. talked myself down from it as time's gone on and even during this fucking episode I think I've talked myself down on it quite a little bit so um, but what was more financially successful 2013 or this I'm not again um, I think I think this and because I, I, I don't know but I've, I've got a funny feeling it'll be this um yeah, th- th- this was a bigger financial success. That's not to say that 2013 also wasn't a financial success. I'm not saying that. But 2013 was setting, right? So 2013 was setting the stall out for this is what an Evil Dead movie is going to look like moving forward, right? Yeah. It's yeah. going to be fucking crazy. It's going to be, we're going to show you absolutely fucking everything. You know, you are going to be in for a wild ride. And then yeah. this movie came out and was like, actually... No, we're gonna we're gonna pull back a little bit on that. So sorry. Yeah, but I understand that. You can understand. Like, no, yeah, you under- I don't like it. No, no, I understand it. It's it's no, not I... right. There's a difference between understanding I... something and believing that something is right. I, I agree with you, but so do you think that's right? Do you think it was right to do that? I think it's a good idea to do it. I think it's a great idea to do it, to be honest, because it's what other one is really the next future franchise of horror right now. Your uh, remake of Freddy fucking failed. You know, you know what? You know what's the future franchise of horror? 
terrifier. See, it's too polarizing. Terrifier, I'm not want to get into that because we'll be doing it soon. It's it's way too polarizing for a general market. Ev- listen, every fucking horror franchise is is polarizing. Every fucking mm. every horror franchise is polarizing. You go out there, and there will be someone who hates Halloween. There'll be people who hate A Nightmare on Elm Street. There will be people who hate Friday the Thirteenth and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Child's Play and Scream and every other fucking horror franchise out there. Yeah, but- Evil Dead. No, 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 no. But Evil Dead is a universally, universally loved horror franchise. I know folk that don't like some of the Evil Dead stuff. Listen, so it's, it's not let, universal. No, 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 no. But it's, you, it's no, the no, most no, but universal. You, one. Yeah, exactly. You talk on scale of how many people love a franchise. Evil Dead absolutely outweighs any other franchise out there by a fucking mile. Like, it's not even close. I think the closest would probably come to it would be Scream, because for some reason, the majority of people love that franchise. Mm. I think it's a very, very good franchise. But but you know what I'm saying? Like this, the, But you there don't... you go. It's still one that made major buck. I'm not, I'm not think... saying it didn't I, I make don't money. Say it. I'm not saying it didn't make no, money. I'm not, I'm not saying that either. What I'm saying is, right, that seems to be, like, and I think they're using that as the fucking blueprint for this. I think they're going to try and make it like the Scream franchise, where it just dominates everything. Because Scream isn't a strong franchise, but financially it is. No, Scream has one good movie. Yeah, but financially, it's fucking stupid. And I think this is this generation's scream where it's gonna be. This is the oh come on, let's not get let's not get offensive now. Come on, (laughs) that's not offensive. Like you're talking about generations where, like our generation had multiple franchises. It wasn't until the nineties where it started being a franchise every like five years coming out that polarized people and glued people to it. This is going to be like that. I think it's very clear, Nico, that we're, we're not going to agree on this. Um, yeah. This is something that we very much disagree on. And, but uh. I think that is also pretty fucking telling about where Evil Dead Rise um, sort of lands as a franchise, um, in the franchise as a whole. Because we can both agree, I mean, we're pretty much in general agreement, maybe with the exception of Army of Darkness, about the rest of this franchise but even army yeah. of darkness where you think it's the best in the franchise and i think it's the worst even then that... we both still agreed on quite a lot of shit to do with that movie it's still a great movie it's still a great movie and we both still think the evil dead rise is a great movie but yeah. this but this is what i'm saying to me evil dead rise it's a letdown for you no it's the most polarizing movie i think in the franchise see i think the opposite i think this is the most general one you know what i mean it's the most what's the... <sighs> like perfect example take star wars into it right everyone always says fucking their favorite one is either empire or return they never say new hope i think this is new hope <sighs> i think this is the one that folk all remember the most fondly, but never says their favourite, if that makes sense. I mean... That's what this movie... That's the feel of this movie to me. So you think, if you go up to horror fans, right, 
and and ask them to be brutally fucking honest, they'll say, "Oh yeah, Evil Dead Rise is the one I think I think of most fondly." No, I mean they'll they'll remember it most fondly. They'll fucking say that they liked it, but they'll never say it's their favorite in the franchise. It'll be up there. You think it'll be it, like, like the you think three. subconsciously in their head they'll remember this more fondly than they remember Evil Dead Two. No, but what I'm saying is that like perfect example is you like. 2013, I like Army of Darkness. Uh-huh. But yeah, this will still be in our top three, is what I'm meaning. And those are two polarizing opposites. Whilst this one is a general one, it's not polarizing. You know what? I'm, I'm considering bumping this down to fourth now just to fucking play, just to fuck with you, Nico. <laughs> but you know what? I'm meaning <laughs> by that. That's what I'm saying. It's, 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 it's like. It's the gateway drug one, if that makes sense. It's the one that but you most can't have like. the fifth movie in your franchise be the gateway one to the franchise. Well, if you look at 2013, that's basically the, the reboot of it. Yeah, it's the reboot, one... and it takes it in a whole yeah. other direction, and it goes, it fully commits to the direction that it's going in. And then you get this movie that's like, mm, no, we're going to pull back. What's the fucking point of that? Have it the other way around. Because, because if this, if this, if this, if this was the 2013 movie, I'd have still thought this is fucking ace, and uh-huh. I'd have loved it. And 2013 when I came out, and I'd have been sitting here, I'd probably be sitting here fucking creaming my pants, being like, uh-huh. "Holy fucking shit! Look at what we just fucking got!" I guarantee you, right? We both know, and I've I've looked it up. It's true. This movie is a bigger financial success than Evil Dead, right? If yep. the movies had been released the other way around, 2013 would have been a bigger financial success than this movie. If it was reversed guaranteed, the other way around. Guaranteed. If that it was is, the other way around, Ian, right? That is an, a that guarantee. Is, that gets a my <laughs> that seal right. of approval. Right, here you go. I'll tell you what, right? If these two were the other way around, this would be a franchise opener and it would have made more bank than 2013. And the, if 2013 was this movie coming out now, it would have been not as good. No, a I've lot more folk, a lot more folk. Bullshit. Bullshit. Well, so no, okay. So by your logic, no, but by your, but your, by your logic, then whatever movie comes after this cannot go balls to the wall like we just discussed. Oh no, I think it will. Though. But but you shouldn't. That's what you're saying. No, I'm saying. It's totally different the way it's worked out. That's exactly what's been said. 2013 came out at the exact right time. It was when the franchise was dying down. It came out and the only thing that had come out before it, the thing that had just came out before it was a TV show, correct? Uh-huh. Why are you growling, you little shit? It's always <laughs> somebody at the door. Somebody just rang my bell. Uh, we, uh, we, we heard. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, Basically, the 2031 came out at the exact right time where you had something that was not gory, it was just hysterical, that's all it was. It was all that sort of shit. So, were you having the gory one in the franchise coming out at that time, but it came out at perfect timing. This one is a general release one. If it came out then, it would be fine. If the gory one came out now, it would be, you'd lose a couple of viewers. It's just the way folks' minds works. So you don't think they're going to lose viewers if they go full balls to the wall for the next one? Nah, not really. So what's the difference? Because it, they've done it in the right sequence, I think. It's just it's just timing. I could not disagree with you more. 
<laughs> okay, do you want to move on then? I think it's probably for the best. I feel like we've we've been like beating this point to death now for the best part yeah. of like half an hour. Um Nico, there's no fucking plot to this movie. I know. It's <laughs> Mummy wants her daughters to join her as a deadite. That's basically the movie. That's literally it. We get all these um we get all these like plot points about oh this is the family and she's pregnant and they're these two sisters are estranged and you know blah 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 but there's no actual payoff to any of it i know like it's... none of it yeah and I, I agree with that hence we it this feels like the start of a two-parter basically <laughs> <laughs> uh in the chat says they thinks they've established the series well enough that you can ratchet it up and still get the interest so i think um probably more a little bit in, in line with your thinking there nico yeah than, than mine's um i i just think i just think they should have released these movies the other way around i really do i, I think they've done it correctly i i think they're on a winner here i'm not but this is again this is the thing i don't hate this movie i like i really like I this know. movie and i like it more than other movies in this franchise i just think they should have done this as this is the sort of fourth movie because then i think as well you've got the new setting we're in this new yeah. urban setting, which is great. You know, we've travelled away and, and, you know, I really think they managed to keep it fresh and have it feel new in this new setting, but they still managed to pretty much hit all the beats of a classic Evil Dead movie in the cabin in the woods. Yeah. You know, I don't actually think... There comes a point in the movie where it's kind of... It, it doesn't really matter that the fact that they're in an urban setting. It, it, it And I think that's, that's a good thing because it proves that this can be a movie set anywhere. And yeah. you can make it work, you know. It just and so that's what they needed to do at this point. No, in no, the no. I, I completely, I completely, I completely agree with that. But going back to our earlier point, <laughs> I feel like you could have done that and then have 2013 release now and have everyone be like, "Fuck yeah, we're returning to the cabins. It's going to be fucking awesome." And yes, yes, Nico, yes. <laughs> okay, right. Let's move on because we'll agree to disagree. Okay, um, so we're, we're, we're in agreement that there's no fucking plot to this. 100% no plot. It's, it's just sheer gore. So it's um, down gore, but it's gore. I mean, I think... 20, 2013 had a plot, at least. Yeah. Um, the rest of the Evil Dead franchise had a plot, at least. Army of Darkness had quite a big plot. I know. Um, that, I, too much fucking do, plot. Do you think this movie would have benefited from some of the... the the plot points actually having some sort of payoff like the fact that these two sisters are estranged the fact that you know Beth's a, a punk rock groupie and you know uh, Ellie is a tattoo artist and you know that she's pregnant and like it just like it all felt there it was just filler really wasn't it for that for... like open the door like you open your legs yeah <laughs> <laughs> like I to think some of the lines in this are still quotable Oh yeah, they are. They absolutely are. But in terms of like having shit, actually, and this also goes back to what we were talking about, you know, with with the kids and the kids aspect of this movie, and maybe that not really carrying the weight that it should have when the kids died. Uh, should would that have mattered? Had we actually tied in some of these plot points a lot more? Had we actually given them a payoff? I think uh, it would have, um, and I think that would have definitely made a much better movie. Sort of yes, but 
as I said, it all depends whether they are going to get tie in properly. Because well, we know they're not. You, you never know. No, okay, okay, fine. You never know, Nico. They're not. Come on, let's be let's be real now. They're not. If if they do, I I will eat my hat. If they don't, they're mi- missing something major. You know what I mean? Okay. They're okay. they're fucking up if they don't. Okay. Uh, that Ni- could fucking destroy stuff if they don't. Okay. Okay. Right. Uh, Nico, I've hit all my points about what I want to talk about this movie. Is there anything else you want to mention about Evil Dead Rise? Uh, did I mention that it's toned? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm not going to do that. No, like the, view- the viewers might actually see my head explode. I <laughs> know. <laughs> More than any other episode we've ever fucking done. Right. Shall we move uh- on then? Yeah. Okay, let's talk about some trivia. I'm sure if we bashed your head in, all sorts of secrets would come tumbling out. As always, we will start off with the finances of the movie. Uh, according to IMDb, this movie had a budget of $12 million. Um, just for reference, Evil Dead 2013 had a budget of 17 so it's, it's a relatively similar budget. They're both... I think for what we got... Not far off, I think for, for what we got, they, they're pretty low budget for the final sort of performance uh this movie grossed worldwide and i think i think it's out of cinemas now at this point um i think you you might still find the odd cinema here or there that are playing it, it yeah um but it's pretty much done with its cinema run uh it grossed worldwide 145.8 million dollars again to that's com- bonk yeah and again to compare that to evil dead that made 97 yeah so 97 off for that it's still a pretty good fucking return um, so made for less and made more money. Yeah, I, I can see where they went with this. <laughs> How's your head there? Okay. You no, because my point still stands here. that if this had been reversed. I'm vain about here. My, my point still stands <laughs> if these had been reversed. Like if you just turned slightly, Evil you could Dead would here. have made more than. A, I think Evil Dead would have made more than 145 million. Oh, it's cute that you think that. Just saying. Um, we'll, ne- we'll never know. We will never know. We will never know. Um, this movie was never actually meant to go to theatres. This was supposed to be an exclusively uh, a VOD release to HBO Max. Um, it, but during test screenings, it performed so strongly that the studio decided to release it theatrically. And what a great decision that was. Because I yeah. had so much fun with this in the cinema. Like, I really, it's the first time in a long fucking time that I came out of a cinema and thought, yeah, I got exactly what I fucking wanted. Even though now, even though now, I maybe don't yeah. think I did get exactly what I wanted. At the time, I fucking got you what I wanted. It. But the HBO thing, it's meant to be, is it three movies that were signed up to? So if the first one worked, they were going to release two more. Yeah. Now, it's different deal because it was a cinema release, yeah. so I don't know how they're going to do it. I, I think it's pretty safe to say we will get another Evil Dead movie in the next four or five years. Yeah, I but don't... that's the thing. If it was the thingy release, it would have been yeah. three together. Yeah. So what, what I don't want them to do is to do what they do with other franchises and have one come out next year. Yeah, because they did. They're now doing that. They're now doing that with Scream. You remember back when like Saw was coming out and you were getting one every single fucking year, and that's when you start getting watered down. I want them to spend three or four years making the next Evil Dead movie. Yeah, I want them tying it in as well. Yeah. Fucking cunts! If they're listening to this podcast, which they won't be, tie it in, you bastard. Yeah, Bruce Campbell, famed listener of Pod of the Damned. <laughs> if, if he listened to this show, a I'd die. 
and B, I'd, I'd die. I heard Alex Vincent listens to this podcast. <laughs> I'm fine with that. He's... I, I have nothing to back. I have nothing to back it up that Alex Vincent listens I... to this podcast. I'm on his side. He just hates me. It's he fine. does just hate you. Um, yeah. Director Lee Cronin has stated in an interview that uh, 6,500 litres of fake blood was used for this movie. Was it more or less than the last one? I think it's more, which is... I would, sh- I would think it should be. Which I'm is... a fucking gore it's in it. I know, but when you think about that like final scene, right? Because once again, in the final battle scene for this movie, we get that, that, that sort of blood raining down because of the wood chipper. I do kind of like how they... they managed to circumvent that you know and have it come out of the wood chipper and have that be like the raining blood but evil dead 2013's final scene where she's jamming that chainsaw in the abomination's head and it's raining fucking blood that is so much more effective than a whole elevator full of blood yeah no, no, I'm not talking about the elevator blood scene. I'm not talking about that scene. I'm, I'm just saying that's what used more. I'm that's specifically more. talking about those two final boss battle scenes. I, I get that, but I'm just meaning, I, I was just wondering what would have used more blood than I was thinking oh, the about the elevator it. It will have used more blood, blood. yes. I'm yeah. relatively confident that the elevator... I'm not talking yeah. about the... Um... Go fuck yourself, Nico. <laughs> Once, right, a, once again, for everyone listening who's maybe new to the podcast, me and Nico are friends. <laughs> that's why i love him so much although it's so although much. every episode we do i feel like slightly less <laughs> <laughs> you lying fucking um this is the only evil dead movie to not feature the 1973 oldsmobile that's sad i know that that's sad well it's so sad it's just in fairness where are they going to stick it you know what i mean there's a car park in this movie stick it in there i never thought of that actually yeah. oh my fucking <laughs> i never thought of that but the... <laughs> the final battle literally takes place in a car park i know i never thought of that okay and they do make the chainsaw the oldsmobile color in this movie though so yeah i did notice that um, the sound of Ellie biting out a man's eyeball in the hallway is actually an audio recording of Bruce Campbell furiously biting into an apple. That's quite cool, didn't know that. So there you go, a little fun fact for you there. Uh, I've already talked about Bruce Campbell's cameo on the, the record, so I won't go over that again. Um, I did recognise his voice, but most folk didn't. That's what yeah. I was surprised about. That's why I brought it up, by the way. I'm guessing you recognised it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, Lee Cronin also confirmed online that the cat, we haven't spoken about the cat, the cat that was seen and heard in the vents of the apartment complex, the cat yeah. survives. I, I would guess it would, because you don't see the fucker die. No, but... You don't see it as a deadite, you don't see fuck all. No, but it does imply that the cat dies. Hmm, it implies it, but so, unless you see well, it... Well, it's, it's just part of the trivia that it is confirmed by the director that the cat survives. Good. Good. Uh, and finally for me uh, one of the la- lines being played on the record sets three volumes of the book exist first volume the original Sam Bruce Campbell second volume the 2013 remake and the third volume being here in Evil Dead Rise which makes the entire series canon and this is what we're talking about in terms of are they going to tie it up are they going to create one sort of super Evil Dead movie where the book they could have an Evil Dead movie where all three books of the dead are in it well, and they, in they the... all combine to make like a in super Army of Darkness, you see the three. You see, you the, see three. the three. Yeah, books. you see the three, but it's only one of them that actually. No, no. It. When they're when they open the book, 
that's how you know there's three books. When they're flicking through the pages, there's a page where it's the three books together and somebody doing a spell with all three books. Yeah. So, do you so think... I think that's going to be the penultimate episode. But that's, that's what I'm saying. I think that's that's the, that's where you tie in. You don't. They're not. Cause yeah. We're not going to get a tie in with the characters. We're just not. It's not going to happen. It's very, very unlikely that it's going to happen, I think. Throw money at them, they'll do it. I don't think it's going to happen. I think that's where the tie-in is, though, isn't it? For for the whole yeah. franchise, is you have those things. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, who's to say? We might we might get some cameos from them or anything else, but... Anywho, that's all I've got for trivia, Nico. Anything else you've got that you know about this movie? Nah, I've, I've, I've not seen any interviews with any of the actors or fuck all, so I've got nothing. <laughs> that's where I get my trivia from. I've got fuck all. He gets his trivia from me, essentially, <laughs> during these I get episodes. my... Well, I normally get my trivia from when... You used to, I used to love watching interview shows, and you never, they don't do shit like that anymore when they do the interviews now, it's mainly when you do it now, it's like, yeah, hi, how's it going, let's do some cheesy game, bye. It upsets me a little bit, I'm getting old. Okay, you are getting old, you're getting old and grumpy. Um, anyway, let's yeah. move on to our final segment of the show, we're going to talk about the ratings and the reviews. A census taker once tried to test me, I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. And as always, we will start off with the critics' scores. IMDb scored this movie a 6.7 out of 10, Metacritic scoring it a 6.9. Nico, what do you think the Rotten Tomatoes audience and critics scored this movie? Audience will be high, so I reckon that's in the A, so I'll say A4. Critics seem to like it, so but it's an Evil Dead, so they normally take that down a notch. Try to work out in my head. Probably about a 72-ish. You've gone in back to front, Nico. Fuck off. Uh, the Rotten Tomatoes critics scored this 84% fresh. No! With the Rotten Tomatoes audience scoring it 76. So you're pretty fucking close, just the wrong way around. You actually got uh, 84 for the audience. So you got that spot on. It was just for the critics. Uh, critics uh, consensus... I never expected that to yeah. Yeah, yeah. Critics consensus offering just about everything longtime fans could hope for while still managing to carry the franchise forward Evil Dead Rise is all kinds of groovy uh, the audience consensus is Evil Dead Rise's intense horror and inventive gore help make up for a so-so story that downplays the franchise's signature humour it's interesting that they, 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 they go with the humour aspect on that because again um you know, 2013 has even less humour. Yeah, but they needed that at the time. Yeah, and I guess, I suppose, you know, the scores for Evil Dead were, were lower as well. Because um, <laughs> Evil Dead, I mean, the critics and the, the audience were pretty much bang in line for each other for 2013. Uh, critics yeah. thought that 63 and a 64 for the audience. So, they still rated it fresh and good, but obviously just on a slightly lower scale. I think we can all agree, Nico. I think you're going to come down... At the end of the day, this is the line you're going to come down on. When you take it, just movie for movie, fuck the franchise and their placings in the franchise and what came out at the right and wrong time. If you just look at it yeah. movie for movie, 2013's a better film. I'm still not sure. I need to watch this a couple more times. Anyways, um, as always, we throw it out to our listeners and our followers uh, across our social media platforms and asking for your scores and ratings on the movies. And here is what just a few of you guys had to say. Um, movies for Days podcast, our friends over there, gave it a 9 out of 10. Clever, gruesome, fun, well acted and written. 
gives a new story with relatable characters that honours the established structures and tropes, a celebration of the franchise with a sharp shooting style and fantastic gore, making for one seriously kick-ass theatre experience. Did enjoy it in the theatre. I did enjoy it in the theatre. I loved it in the theatre. Our friend... This is a movie that is definitely better in the theatre, I think. Yeah, definitely. Our friends over at Podcast in the Woods, our special guests for our our previous episodes on House of a Thousand Corpses, gave it a 10 out of 10. My second Hi, favorite... Boomer. Let's get naked. <laughs> 10 out of 10. My second favorite... No, that just makes me sound like I'm rating that 10 out of 10. <laughs> Fuck off. My second favorite in the franchise now. I could write a dissert... <laughs> I could write a dissertation on the characters, themes, and badassness of the film. I don't think that's a word, but it fits. Uh, our friend Ren, who's going to be a guest very soon on the show, gory, menacing, and whilst re-injecting a playful energy and personality Evil Dead is known for, is at times darkly humorous. Uh, a true return to form for the series, a hit hits on a ton of familiar beats from previous entries while adding a new layer of lore to carry the story forward. Eight and a half out of ten. I don't think it adds new lore. I disagree. I disagree. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Joe Muldoon gives it a six. Decent enough entry into the series, but far from my favourite. Uh, our friends over at the House of Screams podcast, eight, eight out of ten, a solid entry into the franchise. Uh, Crow Studios says seven. It's shot great, but it lacks the cartoonish, cartoon nastiness, sorry, that makes an Evil Dead movie. And finally, Kate Lamp gives it a nine. Simply loves it. Um, interesting things there. Everyone rating it pretty decent, pretty highly. All high. Um, yeah. The lowest out of those ratings, I mean, there were lower ratings, obviously, but these are the people yeah. who, who decided to give us a bit of a, a blurb with their ratings. The lowest from those was a six. So that ties in with what I gave Eve, uh, Army of Darkness as my lowest of yeah. the franchise. So again, we're talking about it and we've talked quite passionately about, you know, certain aspects of this film, but we're both in agreement that this maintains that even if you're not a fan of this movie or this is the lower end, it's still a fucking good movie and it absolutely maintains yeah. that evil if an evil dead movie comes out go fucking see it because it's going to be a good fucking time exactly so there we go nico we can end on something we agree uh <laughs> overall our listeners and followers gave uh evil dead rise an eight out of ten so that just leaves me and you nico on a scale of zero to ten what right. will you rate evil dead rise i'm gonna give it an 8.5 okay and i'm giving it an 8.5 the only right the only thing i'm taking a point off for as i said is tone it down a bit and the other 0.5 off is they emphasize on the deadite more in this one i would have preferred there to be a hero like last couple okay well like every other one pretty much okay um it was nice to see it from a dead eye view. Like, don't get me wrong, I never got to say that earlier. I forgot to say, but this this movie is basically seeing it for the dead eye view. Well, this is possibly going to shock you, Nico. I'm not giving the same score, but I'm giving this movie an eight out of ten. <laughs> Despite all of our arguments and disagreements, we're virtually giving this thing the same fucking score. Um, yeah. I was close to giving it an eight myself, but yeah, it's it's a great, it's still a great fun movie. Despite the issues I have with it, the issues I have with it are not so much to do with the movie. There's a couple of issues I have with it. I don't think they... I think the lack of plot, I think we could have done with a little bit more backstory on that and a little bit more development with that. I think they could have hit a couple of other notes with regards to that in terms of the kids, in terms of, you know, Beth being pregnant. Even if they didn't go as far as, you know, what some of the other movies might have done, I still think they could have done a little bit more around that. 
I'm not going to lie. See her being pregnant. I forgot she was pregnant when I watched it in the cinema. But that's, like, that, that's, totally but that's, that, that's my point. So, uh, um, I'm, and... I'm agreeing with you. I'm trying to give yeah. you a bonus point there. Yeah. Right. Oh, thanks. Um... I'll throw you an olive branch. You're not, you're not fucking taking it, are you? No, I'll, I'll never do. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I also think the final boss battle didn't quite live up to some of the ones we've had previously as well. Um, so I think those things... However, I still think this movie's fucking brutal as fuck. I still love it. I still think, you know, it's an Evil Dead movie. It's far closer to what I want from an Evil Dead movie than, say, some of those original ones. For as much as I love Evil Dead, Evil yeah. Dead 2 and Army of Darkness, 2013 and Evil Dead Rise is more what I want from an Evil Dead movie. I, I love the comedy aspect of those movies, but I don't really want those I want this. I want this fucking yeah. full-on fucking brutality that, and gore. Yeah. So that's why I'm going to give this an 8 out of 10. So still rating it cool. pretty fucking highly. So where does it go then? Well, <laughs> given our scores and all the critic scores combined, it gives... Oh, it... you fucking kidding me. I can see by your face, but you know what I say. Given our scores and all the other scores you combined... You motherfucker. <laughs> gives... is it, is it, it's got in the top 10, is it? Oh, no. <laughs> no, it's not even oh, close. Right. It's not even oh, close. Right. Gives Evil Dead Rise an average score of 7.7 out of 10 and puts it in 22nd place of the now 73 movies we have covered on the show. However, it has the exact same score as the three other movies that we've now covered. Okay. It has the exact same score as Trick or Treat from 2007. Fair enough. The exact same score as Cube from 1997. And the exact that's, that's a coin toss. And the ex- I, I don't know which I'd rather watch. And the exact same score as Army of Darkness. And in fact, technically, it is ranked higher than Army of Darkness because of the next decimal point. So this uh, movie has Evil Dead Rises in twenty second, and Army of Darkness is in twenty fourth. And I, I did say this might get bumped up to my second favorite. But so that still, does make sense. But you still prefer Army of Darkness. Oh yeah, and that track, that tracks. You gave Army of Darkness a higher score, so yeah. Tracks, so see, my score is fine, but I don't need I don't need to change my score. That's all I'm saying. Well, that's tough because you're gonna have to. <laughs> um, it's gonna be like point five. I'm changing shit. That's fine. Um, that's fine. You'll just be known as the ultimate pussy of the show. Uh, <laughs> hey, if I think I'm wrong, I'll change it. But I, I'm never wrong. It's it's what I do. I mean, there's still another twenty odd episodes to go before then, and you know, you you might you you might you know, I'll I'll rank it. I'll I'll put it on, and you might look at your rankings and think, actually, you know what? I'd rather watch that movie and that movie, and I've given that this score. So don't worry. Yeah, I'll, there's I'll, always that as well. I'll, uh, I'll 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 fix it for you. Don't you worry. You um, you'll try and fucking twist it, will you? Yep, of course. Um, but yeah, Evil Dead, right? And I, you know, for me, that's very telling because. Neither of these movies, Evil Dead Rise or Army of Darkness, are in my are my top two. Are, even though Evil Dead Rise, I would say, is my third favourite, there's two further in this franchise. And for that to be in 22nd place, and then my least favourite, Army of Darkness, to be in 24th, it leaves a very fine margin for where we can put yeah. Evil Dead. But um, that just goes to show that you know we've now done 73 movies on the show. And Army of Darkness is my least favorite of the franchise, and that's in twenty fourth place. You know, that's still in the yeah. top third of movies that we've covered already. And I don't imagine that, that goes by what you were saying earlier. Yeah, how and I don't the Im- ones are good. And I don't imagine that of the movies that we will cover in the future, enough movies will be better in it to ever really knock it out of that top third. You know, obviously yeah. it's in twenty fourth just now. You know, 
if we go and do another 200 movies, it's going to get knocked down quite significantly. There are other movies that are better than it, but it's always, I think, going to be in that top third of movies. Yeah. Anyways, that is it. That is going to do it for the podcast episode, uh, the podcast portion of this stream. Uh, For everyone who is currently chilling in the chat, stay with me because um, I am going to be continuing the stream. I'm actually going to be uh, streaming the Xbox... uh, showcase that's coming up there's an xbox and uh xbox and bethesda showcase coming up so i'm going to be streaming that that's on at six o'clock i'm going to play some games in between uh now and then as well so if you are kicking about in the chat thank you so much for your support thank you to everyone who's been uh watching us and contributing nico as always thank you so much for joining us Thank you. I mean, unfortunately, I need to go because you heard the doorbell. I do need to go. Uh, very quickly before we go, don't forget we are uh, actually. You know what? I'll I'll do this. I'll do the socials just quickly. Uh, you can go and I'll do the socials just quickly though. Up next on the show is Terrifier. Uh, we're going to be talking about Terrifier with Ren, friend of the show Ren, and I know what Ren thinks of that movie. I think we're going to have a very in- interesting discussion about it. So, um, I don't. I, I very much <laughs> that. But Nico, thank you once. Thank you so much for joining me, and have a good one. Thank you. Cool. See you later. Goodbye. I don't, are you leaving? I'm trying to go. It's oh. just not fucking close. <laughs> I had the opposite problem last time, right? Anyway, I will be going. Bye okay, bye, you, well, you go at any point. I'll do the socials. For, for anyone who would like to... Uh... <laughs> just went and came back. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is going on. Don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter at Damned Podcast. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Pod of the Damned. You can email us at podofthedamned at gmail.com and you can subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Pod of the Damned. This video recording will uh, obviously be unpublished from our, our VODs, um, but will be available on our Patreon for everyone. Um, patreon.com forward slash Pod of the Damned. And for everyone who's listening on the download, uh, you can watch these episodes live every single Sunday here on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash pod of the damned. As I said to everyone in the chat, stick around. I will be back in just a couple of minutes and we're going to be doing a few games until the Xbox showcase that's going to be happening at six o'clock. Um, so until next week on the Pod of the Damned, just remember, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't.